Hey. Uh, we fresh and clean. Hey, you know what I mean. We cool, we clean, we fresh and clean. Hey, you know what I mean. We cool, we smooth, we fresh and clean. Hey, you know what's up when we come up in the club. We gon' let these bitches know what the fuck is up. Yeah. Buy you a drink. Gon' come back to my crib. You gon' let me do what I wanna do and drop your ass off just like this. Cause it's fresh and clean. Uh, It's fresh and clean, yeah. What's up? What's cracking? It's the Pond Piper of podcasting, your boy, Mr. Nate Robinson, and I was with me, my guy, my dog, Mr. B. Jizzle. What's cracking with you, brother? Nothing. It's another beautiful uh, Monday night in Greenwood, spending my time with people that I care about. Shit. You don't like us colored. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Should never give y'all money. Goddamn. But no, man, we got two special guests here tonight, man. Uh, I thought you were going to say special needs. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say that. But I, I'm gonna leave it for the podcast. Way. But yeah, we got this. We got two uh, two guests tonight, man. Um, we got my man Atia, aka T Money. T Money, yeah, aka T Money. <laughs> T Butt, missing T, <laughs> hyphen T. Damn. <laughs> and we got Big Theo in the house. What's up with you, Theo? What's popping? Just your local black cowboy. My nigga, with no cowboy know, boots though. Not he, tonight, not tonight. He's out here with some Skechers. He's in Skechers, bro. I know, I'm being disrespectful. Yeah. But Spe- Skechers is comfortable as fuck, though. Yeah, they are. They're super comfortable. Yep. <laughs> good work shoes. Yeah, they good anything shoes. Running from police shoes, uh, you're going to run a faux faux against them <laughs> motherfuckers. Joe Montana can't be wrong. I'm telling you. Wow. But yeah, man, we got two special guests today, man. Um... <clears throat> My man Atia, uh, actor, comedian, uh, special needs. Uh, Not yet. The motherfucker is talented, man, and slow at the same time. I, I love it. Uh, Atia, uh, I used to say he was my protege until he said, "Who named the reindeer?" Exactly. So I thought it was a good one. Nah, you're a good dude. You're it was good, dude. it was good for crowd interaction. <laughs> if you're doing bad in comedy, you just look at Atia and you got about Damn. fifty fucking jokes. Just nah, I'm just fucking with you though, Atia man. You know it's all love, but I like personally, me personally, I'm, I'm like a bully <laughs> to some people. Who called him a bully? Who was it? Was it you? It was him. It was uh, no, no, no. It was uh, oh, oh, uh, arson called me a bully. I thought he was coming. I thought, like, when we did the oh. three, three of them together. I oh, thought, oh, no homo. <laughs> what, what they do behind 1313 is their business. I thought they were a trio, right? <laughs> I thought they were a trio. And come to find out, like, the he, brawling brutes. He didn't even, he, yeah, even know his real name. They, what do you, what's his name? Skinny. Skinny. Yeah. Keenan. It's the fact, Keenan. That, Keenan. It's the fact yeah. that you call him arson. Oh, yeah. It's his criminal background. Wow. Like lighting shit on fire. Wow. Shit. I mean, we ain't putting this business he on blast. It's, it's fucking public knowledge. The nigga likes blowing shit up. It's on his my case. Yeah. <laughs> just it's my it chart, my case. It's, it's all fire. He's one that called you a bully. Like you heard his you did hurt his feelings. I did. Damn. You could tell. That's good. Damn. God damn it. It's comedy, man. Go I'm telling you guys. You guys do not understand, man. Once you start doing shit out of state and them motherfuckers start getting you, it's 
it's gonna fuck you up, man. Amen. It's gonna really have you be like, do I really want to do this shit? Because because you got to think, <laughs> someone in their home city is going again, going off on you. Right. You really can't just go in like how you want to, because you ain't like gonna be like, I'm gonna get my niggas to beat your ass, uh, nigga. Yo niggas It's about 200 miles away Right And a lot of them niggas Ain't got no driver's license Ain't never left 465 You're not beating shit's ass So you just gotta be able To have tough skin In this game man I'm That's telling you true. Cause I'm telling you I'm telling you guys It's only gonna get Worse if you don't progress So we, we we And I do it all out of love You know what I'm saying Like I don't, I mean no I have no Malicious intent In the shit I say It's just fun It's jokes exactly. Now if you take it that way then, hey, nigga, it's cool. You know me. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Shit. I mm-hmm. slap shit out your ass in front of everybody. Let me fucking know. <laughs> but on some real shit, I love you guys, and I love the fact that y'all keep coming every week. And I see that you guys are getting better. You know what I'm saying? You guys starting to book shows and shit. So for me, on the outside looking in, I love what you guys are doing. I want y'all to continue that motion. I just don't want y'all to get deterred in case someone else heckles you and happen to heckle you a hell of a lot better than I do. <laughs> so uh, that's the only reason why I do it because it's love, man. It's all out of love. Right. If I didn't want to say any shit to you, I wouldn't say shit to you. Nope. I treat you like Nate O'Hell. <laughs> I treat you like that. <laughs> Mama ain't raised no bitch. Okay. Look at this nigga always like, yeah. The way he looked ready. at me, maybe we wanted to just mommy race no bitch, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I came and stunt though. That day you was getting on me. I was an angry motherfucker. I know you I, was. I was shitty. You was shitty. But after I uh after I got shitty, I'm somebody who actually thinks shit out and everything. So after I got shitty, I was like, hmm, I'm gonna write down some because I'm not a big Jonah and everything, but I was like, if I'm doing comedy. I'm gonna get people like that. I yeah. need it. If I'm not good at it, I gotta at least prepare. So I started writing down pre jokes. I was like, yeah, if somebody fat get on me, this is what I'm gonna say. I got you. That's and now, saying. you know, now I'm prepared. Fuck yeah. y'all. Yeah, that's, that's how you gotta but be. But it helps. Man. It helps. That's how you gotta be, though. You just gotta just, hey, take it, take it in the chest. And come back firing next go round, or come back firing right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. hey, I remember my fuck. I remember Dwayne Cobb got on my top. I'll never forget that this is like, nigga, 2012 or 13. I don't even remember. But I bombed something fierce. And I kind of felt like the crowd was hating on me. I feel like they was. They were. They definitely was hating. <laughs> so he got up there and started joining on me. And um, my guy in the crowd was not going for that shit. He like, man, fuck that shit. He was just talking shit. And Kyle roasted the fuck out that nigga. And my nigga had to go out. He went, he had to like be escorted out. Right. So when, when I met him outside, I was like, hey, bro, what the fuck? He was like, hey, that nigga was killing my ass. I didn't <laughs> have to damn near fake an argument to get out of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I already knew, like, man, I'm, I, and right then and there, it was like, man, I'm never going to go through this shit ever again. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, shit, I didn't, I didn't bond with some places, bro. Only thing. It ever did for me, it just makes me stronger or it just makes me not go out there not prepared. You know what I'm saying? So I don't go to anything not prepared. Like when even the open mics, I come prepared, you know what I'm saying? Just for you know, just for some comeback shit. So right. that's pretty much what the you know, what the attend is. So you know, just know that I, I don't mean no there's no ill will on that. <laughs> I got love for both of you guys. <laughs> if I join y'all niggas this Thursday, it's all love. I just want you to join back so I can be like, ah, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Because that makes me happy inside. It's like, ah, getting this nigga ready. So then when you do another mic somewhere else and somebody gets to talking shit, because you don't know what the fuck they're going to be on. You know what I'm saying? And they might be on some more malicious shit. You're already ready for their ass. And you're ready to give them them blues. And you've already been preparing yourself. So just be prepared, man, because you never know what someone's thinking inside and what they've gone through. I couldn't agree anymore, especially me, someone who's more of a spectator on my end. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy being in the front row, you know what I mean? Especially like when I go to places like Can Can and watch, and, and watch the guys perform. Mm-hmm. I've been picked on here and there, and I laugh with them, you know what I'm saying? Because... They're doing their job. I respect them. They're doing their job. I respect y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always happy to be there and always happy to, you know, be part of the show and, you know, be included. It's an it's an interactive show. It's not just an, an open mic for you guys. Right. You know, we're there for a reason, not just to watch y'all. We're there to support and interact to make sure that this keeps going and it just doesn't die down. Because without us, without us supporting, laughing and letting you guys Thank join you. on us. You won't really get anywhere. This Thank is how you, you grow and learn. It, hey, and to be honest, bro, that is like you need supporters and you need friends like my man Theo here. You know what I'm saying? Because it pushes you. Because like, for instance, like Theo comes to all your shows. Theo is a nigga that ain't going to sugarcoat shit. He going to tell you if you get up there and some fucked up shit and your shit was trash. The nigga always say, he be like, and they going to say the same shit again. God damn. Like some shit. I feel like my mic is a straight up workout mic. Like, you get up there, work on new material. If it ain't funny, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at least have some type of structure with your jokes to where, like, oh, okay, I know he's working on it versus, oh, this nigga just up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing I hate the most is when comedians go up and just on some bullshit and just bomb at an open mic. If you bomb at an open mic, <laughs> 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 you better at least get a lesson out of it I mean it ain't no lesson in there It's like nah. nigga why Why'd you even come waste your time You know what I'm saying You done sat through all this shit just to bomb Fuck that Like you gotta come up there with some heat Or just work on some shit You know what I mean Crowd work some shit to work on I feel like Chicken and Chuckles has enough A big enough crowd to where you can placate to them And mm-hmm. at the same time do your You know your shit Do you feel right. that way Hey One of my favorite mics going to Love you, Mike. Uh, actually, I think well, I think your mic was one of my first ones I went to. Mm-hmm. And I ah, talk about bombing. Uh, my first mic going to, I, I actually bombed that motherfucker. At my mic. Yeah, and it, but I got a good ass lesson from it because uh, when I first started, I met somebody and um, she got me started by letting me open for somebody for a bunch of comedians. Who the fuck was this? Uh, Miss Pookie. You mean Poovy? Poovy, yeah. I, okay. see, I haven't Ms. talked Poovy. to her in a minute. Get her together, Miss Poovy. Shout out to Miss Poovy. That's my boo. Yeah. Okay. So she hooked me up with that. And I figured, hey, since I never actually got out there and did this, let me hit an open mic right before. So I did an open which was the best decision. I went there, bombed like a motherfucker. But it was because That's I didn't. That's right. Miss Poovy did tell me about you when you first. That's right. See? That is crazy, too, because <laughs> I remember she inboxed me like, hey, I got my guy coming. He just started doing comedy. Can you show him the ropes? I'm like, cool. You know what I mean? I took it. I've, like, I ain't going to lie. I lived in L.A. the last two years before I came back to Indianapolis. So when I moved back to Indianapolis in 2020, 2020, October of 2020, 
I wasn't thinking about doing no open mics. You feel me? Like I was my 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 focus then was to get out of my little depression because I just moved back to Indy. You know what I'm saying? What made you come back? Fuck the fucking COVID, nigga. It wasn't nothing open. You gotcha. couldn't do comedy. You couldn't do shit. And at the same time, you still had to pay rent. That's like true. dog, my rent was seventeen hundred fucking dollars, yeah, fuck bro. That. So, and I'm sharing a fucking bed, a fucking exactly. uh, apartment with someone. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. It's out outrageously ridiculous, you know. So it's like it only made sense. It only made sense. Like gas was like a dollar something shit at the time. You know what I'm saying? That's it's true. like nigga, I'm gonna cut my losses <laughs> right here and now. Because right. if I'd have stayed, I would definitely still be there, and I probably still have some money. Right. But I probably be, and I probably definitely be in a better position in Cali, and definitely comedy wise. Mm-hmm. But financially, I probably be in a little worse spot. So. I look at coming back home, not so much a good decision on the comedy tip, but financially it put me in a way better position because now I'm about to purchase my first home. I got a mic that's kind of like running on its own. It runs on its own. Like I don't got to be there every week. It was cool that you were actually able to go back to Cali to visit, you know, go back and visit, and Heather was able to hold her down for you. you know oh what yeah, saying? definitely. And bro. that was pretty awesome. She, I mean, she did great. She was doing the time. She didn't, she didn't fuck up your show. She, it felt just like chicken and chuckles. You know, it mm-hmm. felt like you were just outside chilling or something. Mm-hmm. And, you that, know? and that's a good thing, like to have like, you know, like-minded people like yourself that want to see something like that grow. So, like I said, shout out to Heather. Shout out to Cree. Shout out to uh, my lady Ivory. Shout out to BJ, man. He stepped up. Shout out to Dwayne Cobb, man, for, you know, those guys for just stepping up and just being like, all right, this is a dope-ass mic. What can I help? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We ain't always – it's never been like that in Indianapolis, like, especially you know. on the urban side. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we so crabbing a barrel-ish, man. We like – if you look at it, like, it's it's like 15 fucking, oh, fucking comedy shows. Yeah. Why can't we all just come together and put a comedy show together, a big one, exactly, and do it every month? That'd be mm-hmm. nice. You know what I'm saying? It'd be it'd be dope. <laughs> it'd be real dope. Motherfuckers can make money at the same time. You know, you can you can be like, hey, I brought this shit out. Right. Yo, it's a resume builder. Mm-hmm. So when someone's like, hey, what have you done in comedy? Oh man, I produced this big ass show. Exactly. You know so. That's just that's for another topic, man. But we're gonna get on you, it, bro. So, uh, yeah, bro. So you've been doing comedy for how long now, brother? Uh, maybe seven, eight months. Eight months, in. and uh, what what was your uh, who's your uh, you know your top three comedians? Oh goddamn, I hate this cat. Oh, I hate BJ, that. get your cat. Um, so you know we got to put Kevin Hart up there. Okay. Uh. But Bernie Mac is number one. I kind of want to be a little Bernie Mac. I got to work on bringing a, because that's my personality. It's just everybody's so goddamn sensitive. So, mm-hmm. like yourself. <laughs> no, I was like, what you hey, mean? sometimes, but oh, <laughs> damn, I just get angry. It's <laughs> the liquor, bro. That's what it is. <laughs> that liquor gets you angry, bro. Because I've never seen a nigga go up there and take about three, four, five shots and be like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> like nigga after that nigga I'm sweating I don't know what the fuck I'm talking I'm thinking about who I'm fucking next you know what I mean right. like, <laughs> you was looking in the crowd looking out of the back I'm looking in the back like damn this bitch is a two but a couple more shots she's gonna be a goddamn seven here in a right. minute so it, let me go ahead and her finish you feel me but she, uh, you gotta take it back to the old days when you put the bag over her head just cut out the mouth tell her we're old playing baby hey You're I've done wild. that before bro. let me tell you something oh, you ever had a paper cut on your dick you don't want that shit uh uh Oh, I had a bitch give me hair with braces on, and she cut my dick open. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a big scar on my dick. 
Oh, man, that's a little <laughs> too much. What the fuck? Hey. <laughs> Hey yo! Hey, hey yo, it's healed up yo. now and everything. You know where is BJ at? <laughs> Jimmy doing good now. Jimmy all healed up and you know. Jimmy, Jimmy, wow, Jimmy. I ain't talking about this right now. Hold on, you just said it, so you can't just stop. It's my. That's the thing I understand about you. You can't start nothing and then be like, I don't want to talk about it. Nigga, you've already said it. Right. You got to finish now. So who the fuck is Jimmy? It's my. You named your dick Jimmy. I don't know how I got that name. I was young, but I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> but you that's kept the kind yeah, of guy so you just stuck with the name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to name it Jerome or Jerry or Johnson. You just went that's, Jimmy. I want something different. Want Jimmy something seems different. like a small penis, don't it? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh. I just I, it does. Shit. It seems like a light-skinned one. That's something a white guy would name his penis. <laughs> Jimmy seems like un- underperforming. <laughs> oh, yeah. seems like an uncircumcised un- un- underwhelm- type. Underwhelm- <laughs> On his way to a demotion. Did you guys all have a nickname for your penis as a child? Nah. Uh, nah, I ain't. I Mine mean, was, ever since I started dating Ivory, she gave me a nickname for it. Johnson. Uh, which well, that's is typical. What, this is yeah, that's typical. So Mine was Odie. Mine was right. Odie, the, the off the cartoon. Odie? Odie. Odie. The dog? Yeah. Always with his tongue out. Oh, your dick was done for, huh? It was Damn. Just, just hanging. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and like Cree thinks that every white dude's dick is white. This is just or pink, pink, <laughs> like like some kind of ant, like a fucking forest animal or something. <laughs> a hot link. We gonna get Cree some dingaling, man. I'm telling you. That's, she that's... tried to last Monday. What you mean? Oh, oh AP, yeah, AP. Oh yeah, she left. With I think dude. AP gonna hit that. No, you crazy. AP has a lot of reserve. Yeah, he gonna res- use it up on that motherfucker. Uh, no, he has a lot of self control, dude. If Cree popped that pussy, AP would smash her. No. How much you want to put, you want to put some money on it? This. I've known him way longer. I would put $100,000 if I had it. That's how much I <laughs> if believe If Cree got naked right now, put some, dump, jumped in some thing of oil, oiled up, ready to go. He Hair would, did. Right. He, he mm. would walk out. Look, a couple of you niggas is ready to fuck. <laughs> Listen. It has nothing to do with her. He, would just, he just has that much self-control. I mean that's good though. That's he, good. He just walk out. Okay. I like you nasty whore. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't say anything mean. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> she told him to whip it out right now. He just like, nah, I'm good. He has that much self control. All right. I mean, I just know from experiences. He just like, I'm good. Now, it, now, now, if if it came down to vagina and cocaine. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. If he had to choose between the two. He going to choose cocaine over vagina? He nose candy, yeah. I can't believe he's put his business out there like that. I, that means if you've ever listened to any of our shows. I know that's yeah. all he talks about. He's talked about it a lot last week. Like when we went to the strip club the one and only time. Oh, We were outside and uh, I, I don't drink. I stay sober. I, I make sure everybody gets something safe, right? And uh, and we were outside and I smoked cigarettes and and. And AP came outside and was like, hey, man, can I have a cigarette? He's a former smoker. And he was just blitzed, right? And um, he's like, hey, let's get some Coke. And I was like, oh, good idea. <laughs> I said, I think she just brought some to our table. He's like, no, not that Coke. I walked back in and said, check, please. And I, we left. People open about that nowadays, really open. Well, well he's a uh, mm-hmm. – see, AP, one thing, that's, one thing that um, I wish I could do – that he does his metabolism is really fast right 
So like when he drinks or if he if he when he used to he'll talk to you openly about how you know he used to do drugs or whatever like his body would burn it off real fast. Yes. But the bad problem is though that means you have more of an expensive habit. Like you know, uh, one ten would last me for six eight hours. He would take two or three tens, and he'd just be or whatever. He texted me the other day. He took his Adderall. He's like, I'm just speeding off my balls. Let's go to lunch. Damn. And, and he and uh, but no, like it, it's it's funny though is that um, I have a lot of degenerates as friends. <laughs> but AP, like I said, is he's married, two kids, you know, a uh, job like me, and then but I was a degenerate. He was a degenerate. Um, Moy's not too bad of a degenerate. Mondo is a little bit. <laughs> so like my, my, I have a good group of degenerate friends. Like two or three went to rehab, but they're good now. Mm. They're good now. God bless. Yeah, rehab's a good thing. I mean, sometimes I always want to get to that point in my life where I fucked up and be like, "Well, I went to rehab, so you guys have to forgive me." <laughs> wow. I mean, ain't that what people do? Like, oh, I'm into twelve steps. Like, motherfucker, you set my house on fire. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the part where I apologize. You have to forgive me. <laughs> or they start talking about God. Yeah, yeah. So and they're like, "Well, God, God forgave me. Like, did he? But I didn't." As soon as you give me that money, I'll forgive you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. So you. Uh, That's hilarious. He, I told you he won't pay attention for a while. Who me? Yeah. Yeah, he told it's, us your habits. That's why I call him Uncle Nate because he's getting older. And he doesn't realize he's getting these older tendencies like I get. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll be in a group of people and I'll be like, "Oh, that's cool." I was on a phone conference today and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I don't know what the fuck they said. <laughs> I hate all you guys. See, so you just so you just Atia said your name right, right? Yeah. See how hard it is, Nate Atia. That's it. Man, he you didn't, didn't know how to right. say the shit right at first either. No. Stop. But he got it now. Yeah, I got it too. I just thought he was from the Fifth Ward. That's why I kept saying. The you said you thought he was from the Ward. Fifth Ward? <laughs> from New Orleans? Yeah. From New Orleans? So, Atiyah, how long, how long have you been doing comedy? We've already asked those questions. Did you? Yeah. You why? went in the room. I know. I had to take a call. But with the, do, you, do you still have a passion to get better for it? Absolutely. I, mean, I wake on my jokes daily. I've heard... I've heard your heard your jokes, and um, do you feel since you've been around a little bit? And this is a serious question. That me and Nate talk about this. How do you feel the support's been for you in the indie comic scene? Because we always had mixed reviews. Nate, one reason I fuck with Nate is a he's always honest, and b if he likes you, and like he'll be very supportive and he'll guide you down what he's done wrong and what he's done right. So, do you feel like, how do you feel like when you walk in, do you go to a lot of new open mics or you just feel comfortable going to kind of the same ones? I go to quite a bit of them because uh, I like to, I like to see growth every day. And um, with everything I do, that means if I'm not doing one thing, I need to be growing in another. So, I I, str- I, I try to get better every day. I, I write d- jokes down daily. Work it out. I even got a few people, Heather, who helps me on a lot of my jokes. I send it over, see what they link. I try to make sure, like now, I feel like I got, got a way better grasp on the jokes and trying to get to the point. Now I'm just trying to make sure I go through my jokes and finalize them and then work on them and make sure I, I hit. Because beyond the joke, I got to make sure I'm doing, I'm displaying and making them actually feel the joke, you know? Because I'm... With the eight months, I feel like I've grown a lot. So I've been I've been doing a lot of mics. Like we just really just went to um, 
We just went to one Black to Circle. support. Yeah, Black Circle. Oh, Sunday. y'all went there yesterday? Yeah, we went to Black Circle. Yeah, yesterday. we just went. Nice, nice, so nice. What's up? I go out my way. So if I know it's not even shows, I go out my way to at least go support and network because I do feel like I have a nice little circle. Did you community. meet anybody at Black Circle last week Abs- or yesterday? Yeah, Connor. Who? Cam. Cam O'Connor? Yeah. Okay. Cam he, is cool. Cam has a, a, a once a month at Can Can too on Wednesday. See, I, I knew him, but I ain't known. To, I wasn't connected with him. And right. and he was a very important person I had to go connect with. I, want, I wanted to really connect with a lot more, but it wasn't as, it wasn't, I was I was looking for certain comedians that wasn't there. But I but, I hear a good amount. I've seen a lot of good comedians, because most of those comedians there, I've, I actually didn't see. So I've even met more comedians and with that. Yeah, you're not going to see a lot of those guys come oh. to a Chicken and Chuckles. Yeah, no. They're not going to come because <laughs> here's my thing, and I said this at Harder Brunch, and a lot of people took it out of proportion. like Or out of context. Oh, yeah, they took it out of context. Like, there's a lot of white comedians that's only going to stay in white rooms. Amen. Mm-hmm. And they're not going they're not gonna fuck around with Urban at all mm-hmm. because they know, and I'm not saying they're not funny, because they are funny, but they don't feel that their jokes are going to translate to us. When actually, they will. They right. just not giving it a chance because they feel like, oh, just a little open room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> Keep thinking it. I want you to think that because here's the thing: you're not. Per- you can't. If someone hits you up, Urban Rise, and told you, "Hey, I want you to do this shit," you're gonna. F- and they they offer you a lot of money. You're gonna take that because the money's good, but then when you get there, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna know how to approach an urban room. Like if somebody's heckling, you're not gonna know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're not gonna know if when you lose the crowd, crowd work. You're not gonna be able to placate to the crowd. You're gonna sound too much of a robot. Like I tell everybody, come to Chicken and Chuckles because it's gonna help you not only structure your jokes better, but it's gonna help you go learn on the fly. Like, boom, oh yeah, motherfucker. You're just gonna see some goofy shit and it's gonna just be like, oh damn, I could talk about this shit. Damn, I just got five minutes of new material and I wouldn't even, I didn't even practice this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even Big Mike G's room, like, I don't know why I was why actually about to bring that, that up, Mike matter of fact, because it's funny how you bring him up because he's just around the corner from you, basically. Mm-hmm. You'll see certain people at his mic, but your mic is literally five minutes away and you'll never see them at yours. They won't ever come to my Why? Mic. Because his is more upscale and, you know, it's like you said, it's a better look. They it's, want that. It's a better look. It's safer. Mm-hmm. It's clean comedy. So, <laughs> right. you know, clean comedy translates to dollars. So, right. yeah, if you want to work on some good, you want to work on some good, good material and then going to challenge yourself, yeah, go to a clean mic because how often are we going to say anything that's clean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've been to the mic. You slipped up and said some cuss words a couple of times and the mic get turns to fucking. Uh, <laughs> Quite a bit. Yeah, he turns into uh, I call him Quagmire. Quagmire. Turns into Quagmire <laughs> and it starts going the fuck off. But I mean, a titty, a titty. <laughs> yeah, he got he mad at that. He ain't one. like that one. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, Mike is he go overboard a little bit. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, I see him now. This is Mike. I mean, I mean, I read his post every morning. You know. Oh yeah, I like him too. to be here or whatever other shit he posts. It just He's I awesome. love that though because it's just like that's just a Christian. That's how Christians are, bro. Oh yeah. Like I'm a Christian too, but yeah. really. I'm definitely a Christian, but we we. What do you practice? <laughs> we are the I'm non-denominational. Are you Jamaican Christian? Or no, what? motherfucker, I beat your ass and put you in your place. <laughs> beat Christian. your ass, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I beat your ass. If I see something that ain't right, I'm gonna call that shit out. Hey, that's a little suspect. You know what I mean? But now, nah, but like, 
you know, it's just like when you get around some people, they might post a bunch of certain stuff, but then when they you meet them and then you see how they are, yep. then you'll be like, wow, that ain't you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like me, you can just know. Like me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna always be the same. I'm never gonna change. I'm like, always, that's what I like. I'm yeah. always cunty. That's what I'm saying. Bro is always cunty, but he's like the perfect cunty type. Like right. he ain't gonna never say the n word and be like, oh, he ain't gonna never go off or spaz <laughs> I just, out. I just scream that in my car on the way home. Yeah, probably. I'm sure, I'm sure you probably say, "Goddamn niggers!" Yeah, I'm sure you use a hard. <laughs> I, I feel more comfortable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel more comfortable that okay, way. Okay, Jerry Jones Jr. <laughs> oh, I would have been at that fucking school yelling. <laughs> Get the fuck off my fucking park. <laughs> no, I would have been like, I would have been like, hey man, they good at sports. Blend them in. <laughs> Coach, we won in 16. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, this motherfucker runs a 4 4. <laughs> Every he time stole I, my fucking wallet and he's gone. I still remember this story, and this is. I, you can call racist, whatever. I don't care. Mm, mm, but I remember, like my seventh, sixth grade year. Uh, I do you remember that? Because it, because I was, was going to write it into a joke. So our first, Kate, I, I, Kate, you know, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Will you stop saying you're going to write into a joke and don't get on the mic? I'll be there Thursday on the mic. You're not going to do it. How much? For you want to bet? You're not. Buy He's my. Gonna touch it. You have to buy my food. <laughs> I'm not buying Just your food. It. We're not. I can't do that no more. No, no. You physically <laughs> have to buy it. Fuck that. So. Um, I remember K through fifth grade was grade school, and then they moved to sixth grade to the middle school. So I remember sixth grade year, um, like halfway, a little after football, right before basketball tryout started, we had a, a black kid moved her. I grew up in Seymour, Southern Indiana, right? And we had this black kid show up, and I was like, "Holy shit, yes!" He was like six two, whatever, and I was like, "Oh my god, we got a kid that can play basketball." And then uh, hadn't met him yet, got to meet him. Motherfucker's wearing a turtleneck. Oh, man. <laughs> and he's gay. Oh, man. What is the odds we finally get a black kid, like 6'2", and then we get into PE. It's like, he's not gay. You know how kids are. They're just being mean, right? Nah, man. Yep. No, he wouldn't change in front of none of us. He was nervous. <laughs> and then uh, we were playing dodgeball. And someone hit him in the face, and he let out that gay that gay yell. You know what it is. <laughs> and uh, all my canceled. all my hope. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you you, you touch another. I won't get canceled. I own this. What are they gonna do? Walk in here and take it? I paid for it. <laughs> they don't credit, son. I paid full. But man. yeah, that was the only, that was the one time. I was, that, as I got older, I was like, man, I was kind of racist, hoping he could play sports. Because when we had uh, out of three grades, one Jesus. black kid. That was it? Like if, if you if you went to that town, you ain't gonna stay there. Mm-hmm. Were your friends? What's that? Were you and the black guy no, friends? No, no. no. Yes, I was. Yeah, of course I was. I can name all my friends. Like there was only three. It wasn't hard to be friends with the black kids because I mean they smoked weed. I smoked weed in high school. We all Shit. got along great. Right. Weed smokers are the best people. Oh, yeah. Cigarette. Also, cigarette smokers like before weed be- <laughs> took really off. Like, anybody that smokes cigarettes, they get along because they know that I got to be nice to him because if he has a cigarette and I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) And weed smokers, think about it is like if if you're out of weed and you know, I know you got one and we're going to go stand out in the cold, we got to get along. So there's that. that (laughs) You guys know I'm right. Right. You're not going to go out there and smoke weed with somebody you don't like. I mean, you may, but it's it's hard to stay out there long. So the. but chicken and chuckles is 
Like when you when I first went to the area and went up there to help Nate, and I was like, "Where the fuck am I?" Everybody did. And then and then you go up there, like I don't even think yes. of it as an unsafe place. Like it, it, it's a stereotype where you might think it'd be un, unsafe. Most definitely, especially how the building looks. Well, the build the building it's looks hole in the wall. The building looks like the actual real owner is dead, and no one knows it. That's why they can't get anything <laughs> <to look>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like Ron G just kind of sublet off a of sublet, and that's how he has it. Right. <laughs> and then my favorite part of Chicken Chuckles is when customers walk in to get their get their get their food, and then fucking people are telling jokes, and they stop like right in the middle, and they'll watch, and they'll be like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Right. That's the shit that kills me. Like we've been running Chicken and Chuckles since what March or April. Yeah. I think, and people here, yeah. still don't know we we got this goddamn mic going on. I mean, I, but, I mean, it really, it's just my fault though for not promoting it like that. But it's grown organically though. Yeah, I mean, that's how I wanted to grow because you already know we got the going on behind the yeah. VAR. So you know, what I mean, we I don't want it to be. Hey, these niggas. You know how black people are. We love mm-hmm. telling on each other when we. No, I ain't say nothing. You know, funny <laughs> yes, no, the, right. the funny part is, 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 it white people do this too. Is they're not telling on you. They want to sound cool, like they went to this place. Like, man, I went to this spot. Man, you get the blah blah blah, da da da. And they're like, oh, that's cool. And then they tell their other friend, like, hey, <laughs> go up to this place. And next thing you know, it's like, why are you all here? And why are you all asking about this stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, no comment on the mic, man. It's just like I said, and like and just to go back to what he was saying, like, for those who wants to come, appreciate you. For those that don't want to come. Appreciate you too. You know what I mean? Like you not hurt me none. Cause goddamn it, I don't give a fuck about the mic. No, anyway, I don't give a fuck anyway. That's, it's just we just, it's just get out there earlier. Yeah, yeah, we just something we doing on a Thursday night. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys. I'm obviously I ain't never listed a podcast, but when I started chicken no and does, chuckles, right? Well, when I started chicken and chuckles, the purpose was to put crackers out of business. Mm-hmm. That was my goal. Like the bitch fucked me over. Mm-hmm. All right, bitch, let me show. I can show you how to fuck to run a fucking a mic right you know what i'm saying but then when i did it i was like all right i'm not gonna make this mic a typical mic i'm gonna make this mic fun but at the same time i'll make sure i put money in people's pockets you know what i'm saying like right. a lot of people don't realize like if you feature a chicken and chuckles i pay you i pay you i feed you and you get fucked up you right. drink right you know what i'm saying like who don't want that and exactly. on, or during a week mm-hmm. any comedian like you can ask anybody even top-notch motherfuckers you offer them that. They, <coughs> if I'm in the area, nigga, I'll be there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's 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 fun. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. Some jumbo people, wings. People have fun. The wings roided up like fucking uh, <laughs> uh, who got on steroids? Coke Hogan and them. Like it's it's a cool ass mic. And like <laughs> I said, I I I perp I I, perp, I wish I'd have met you guys last year because like when I first like I said when I moved back to Indy. I started doing a mic. Aisha, shout out to Aisha uh, Brown. She was doing this shit with uh, Ted Hardy called Funny Mondays, and uh, we were doing. It was an open mic at this place called Michael Soul Food Kitchen. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Come up there, see how it is. I want to. I want. They want. They want to work with you." I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll see how it is." Went up there. I was like, hell no, nah, I don't want to sit through this shit. Because I'm looking at all these new comedians, and it's like, oh, these niggas suck. And 
do I really want to sit through this? But then I thought about me. Like, well, damn, I can work on my material while I'm up here. I could just work on new shit each and every week, and I can better myself, too. Mm-hmm. So when I started putting myself over the mic, that's when it started growing and growing and growing. And then people felt safe to come. Like, hey, your shit's tight. It's yeah. nice. And it grew. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to this little other spot, and it, it slowly died down because the spot just was... Yeah. It looked ni- and I, it was nice ass spot. Don't get me wrong, it was nice as fuck, but it just was. It didn't even every about that week anymore. Some, every week was some goofy shit. Cause you know, some people walking in thirteen thirteen, they're like, uh, you know. As soon as you walk in there, you like, what the fuck am I doing in here? But once again, like you said, we're just there for comedy. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying we're not there to judge and it's be the family. health inspectors and do that and it's whatnot. Yeah, we can joke about it and make fun of the ceilings that like people do the ceiling tiles and whatnot. But at the end of the day, me personally, I think I like the I like wor- that you're running it there, in my opinion, because once again, like you said, it's different. You know, it's, it's your own spin and you're showing, you know, you're showing somebody else that you can do this. You can run the show. With- yeah. And, and my, my intent perp- is, is to better everybody. But at the same time, showing each other that if someone says you didn't want you at your mic and don't come back. Well, fuck you. Then I open my own shit. Mm-hmm. And. It, it could be done easily. Mm-hmm. Big Mike G, for example, again, using him as an example, he used to come to fucking Funny Mondays and bomb every fucking Monday. Mm. Every Monday. Every Monday. Boom, boom. I'm like, this nigga here, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. But then he found his own lane. He was like, all right, cool. Maybe I can't be this type of comedian, so let me work on clean. And when he told me, he was like, I'm, I told him one day I sent him to the side. I said, bro, you show up in your own mic. Cause you got a support system. Yeah, you brought all these niggas to Crackers Comedy Club. It's like fifty of you guys. They treated y'all like shit. Damn. Just imagine if you did your own shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Now he got can can. Yeah. It'd be bumping and it'd be juking every fucking Tuesday. Every Tuesday he has a new audience. Mm-hmm. It's kids friendly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got comedians working on their new jokes. Comedians that ain't ever did clean material that are working on clean material. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking fun atmosphere. Right. It's more structured. It's more you know, it's a little more stricter. But at the same time, you're still having fun and not to, and you're supporting a brother that's trying to right. better himself as well. Mm-hmm. So more power to anybody that starts their own open mics. And here's another thing: if you don't own the place, why are you worried about somebody else doing shit in that place? Yep. Yep. That's always been like Indiana's like faux pas. Like, oh man, this dude's doing some shit here. Man, I'm not about to do that shit no more. So, you don't own that motherfucking spot. Exactly. If I'm a business owner, I'm going to want anybody. Hey, I got 15 different comedy shows in this bitch. I'm just letting y'all know that I'm willing to work with anybody. Right. So, don't, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people used to get on people's tops because they do a show at this, this spot they used to do a show. Like, Scooby, for instance, he's doing a show at, at uh, OBE or whatever the fuck this place is. Uh, it used to be called Mimi's. I was doing shows at Mimi's, comedy shows, every month for a whole year. <laughs> Did I bitch a fit about it? No, nigga, I'm happy for you, bro. Oh. Get that shit, bro. Especially if she's willing to work with you. Get it. Now, you got me fucked up, bitch, that you didn't want to work with me, but, hey, it's all good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody right. come, time comes. Everybody time comes. It's a good opportunity for Scooby. He's growing better as a comedian. Now he's booking gigs as a headliner. Mm-hmm. Is he ready for it? Mm, to some people, hell no. But he's booking it, and I'm happy that he's booking that shit. Right, right. So that's my little two cents, man. So you also model, right? 
Yeah, I've been. Yeah. So the the um, Bentilaga ads. Did you see those with the kids? I ain't see them, but the, uh, you know they're trying to cancel them, right? Have you not seen the ads at all? They had kids dressed up. They had like little. Have you seen them? I think so. I believe Lucy so. Dog ads or yeah, whatever. I so. Which is like one of the what, hot brands of 2022, right? Yeah, because Kanye. So yeah, yeah, I'll see if I can pull it up and show it to you. So they had kids dressed up in bondage. Whoa. So when do you yeah. think fashion goes too far? I know that's a very mm. broad. That's a good ass question, question, BJ. Yeah. That's a good ass question. Because like some of the fashion, like I actually follow fashion. I don't. I'm not a fashion person. But like I watch some of it and I'm like, who the fuck would wear that? Mm-hmm. You you're right there. It, it'd be some designers, you know, they put pants into shirts and four for twenty-four. <laughs> it, I don't know when is it too far when it doesn't make no sense, but I guess fashion is just if it doesn't fit you, it doesn't fit you. If you don't feel it, I guess I love that's one thing about like I like about fashion. It's variety of it. So there's so much like if you don't mess with it, somebody messes with it. Nobody's out out of it, you know. Everybody got their own little group. Um, so I don't know when what is too far because it's some crazy people. I don't. That's a hard one. That's an extremely hard one. Oh, what you think, Theo? I mean, once again, I'm not the model you are, but here's what I have to say I about like fashion. I like Theo's and he sound like the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, you're the you're the model here, but. My opinion on fashion is I like a little old see no. Um I like a little old school, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you got obviously you don't I don't always wear my cowboy boots, but I have cowboy <laughs> boots for example. I like to throw a mix into my style, you know. Right. I don't have this hardcore Jordans and this and that style. I just like to I do I don't wear Jordans. Exactly. No, I just like I to I just like to wear what I like to wear. But when fashion goes too far, for example, Balenciaga and kids in bondage that's just disrespectful. I come from working in education, mm-hmm. and I've seen what some of the kids would walk through the schools. I, and I worked in Whiteland. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was man. South. Yeah. There were kids. There were elementary kids in makeup, and that right away threw me off. You know, it was the beginning of the school year, and I'm like, makeup. "This is the first week of school, and your first grader has eye, you know, eyeliner and this. That that's just that's just it's, dirty to me. That's, that's just, just dirty. Yeah. That's going too far. I understand. You know, it's the modern times. You that's know, that's why they're moving too fast. Right. I mean, well, you, it, the problem is, and everybody, everybody's like, you know, like you guys are real young in your twenties. Like, fuck these guys, right? They don't know anything or whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, it's about who raised them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we we blame we blame everybody else. But I'm like, now with social media, like. How many parents are too busy arguing on social media instead of raising their kids? Like, I, I know, you, I know you have a dirty diaper for three hours, but I'm, 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 <laughs> right. I'm talking about Trump on here. And right. I'm gonna show them I'm right, and you're like, because <laughs> one of the quotes that kind of popped in my head was, "What's more important, being right or doing what's right?" Right. So that's something a quote I kind of came up with. Because right now it's more about being right than doing what's right. And that's the problem. Everybody yep. has their own opinion about what's right and what's and that, not and right. And that's fine, right? And, and that's fine. I, I respect that. But, like, we don't respect other people's opinions. There right? we go. Like, no. Like, he's a Colts fan. I'm an Eagles fan, right? And we'll rib each other, whatever. But, like, if he ever said, like, fuck the Eagles, I'm not going to be, <laughs> like, take that to heart and be like, we're not going to be friends no more. But we're so quick to yeah, like want to cancel somebody, right? Yeah. So, in, in fashion, is one of those things. My kids... um, like when joggers first come out, I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing? 
Like right. make a decision, either sweatpants or you wear or whatever. <laughs> and then, but then they wore joggers and they, you know, they had Yeezys and they wore. And, and now they're Lucci wears Air Force Ones. I don't know what Colin wears. He just whatever. But his brother leaves laying around. He's <laughs> 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 hand me down, Jones. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, they watch. Um, one of the boys is into hoodies that have a lot of. Uh, kind of like the is that a Space Jam hat? Yeah, yeah. kind of like a lot of uh, color on me. I wear everything. Everything I wear is plain black, solid colors. I don't wear anything. That's the style that I adapted. You see, that's I, how I am. I'm I'm different. I don't know. I'm bipolar. It's so much wrong with me. So I feel like each one of my personalities got a different style. Like you'll catch me wearing a lot of weird stuff. But it's like he said, I just wear whatever I'm feeling. So I I'll toss on a turtleneck. And put on. Uh, There's been days where you show up to open mics and you're in, in like sweats pants that have weed all over, like weed prints all over them. Then you show up in a in a suit the following day at some other mic. It's just it's so random with you sometimes. It's just mm-hmm. whatever I'm feeling. <laughs> just whatever. wait, you eventually get a sweat suit for every the part of the week. Hey, right? look, man. <laughs> hey, hey week. look. Yep. Let me tell you about these sweat suits. My balls can just <sighs> relax. So that's why when he comes over as Uncle Nate and he, he gets the basketball and he, that's why he wants you to post him up. He's got those sweats <laughs> on. Yeah. No, I don't want to tell you the real reason why he used to wear sweats when he used to go to the strip club. Oh, yeah. I'm copping all the feel. You know what I mean? Because he's a fool if you go in there with some jeans. He can't feel oh, no yeah. ass with no jeans. That's on. true, yeah. yeah I used to, bro, I used to be so... I used to go in the strip club with a, some hooping shorts on. <laughs> walk around with a hard ass one, just walking around, getting a hundred. I hey, get a hundred more ones, please. <laughs> like, get a room. No, I'm going to fuck one of these, fuck one of these motherfuckers in this room. I, never, <laughs> I don't know. It's just you me. You said get a room. I'm just not just a strip me. club guy. Never have been. Dude, you got to go with me. No. I'm I, telling you. No, we I, will have fun. We'll no, eat good. We will have and fun. And you will have like. Eight black bitches numbers, and you wouldn't even know what to do with. <laughs> but what I'm, but what I'm saying is, though, is I'm just not a big fan of being touched by strangers. Hmm. I just oh, never okay. have been. I mean, I feel you on that, and, and like, and to a certain extent, I have a very high standard too. Uh, that's cool, because I me too. Because if you come around here and your twerk hair stinks, bitch, get the fuck on somewhere. If like, you got you got hit by a Mack truck, you need to get on get. Hey. The problem is with strip clubs now, they're it's not that difficult to become a stripper anymore. At all. Hey, nah, man. these hoes is ugly. Like, like how many months pregnant? Two. Oh, you still got you five got good months. These hoes be yeah. stripping in a pier. You can like see their tampon hanging out. Like what the fuck? Why is it? Why does it smell like staleness in here? I'm gonna pull it. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it. That sounds about how much? To, how much to pull with my teeth? Yeah, those guys like that though. It's uh, there's all kinds of people that are in all kinds of all shit. type of. And I don't judge. People. That's fine. That's the problem is what you do in your house. What you do if you want to both dress up like rabbits and fuck each other, cool. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, there's two different kinds of stupid. If you want to, you and your uh, whoever want to fucking Furbies, that's fine. <laughs> but if you come over here at my house and try to do it, that's you know we're gonna have to have a conversation, right? Like you know, bro, we're not doing that here. We're human. I, I feel like people don't have. I think. I think now it's the gotcha, gotcha. And as I've gotten older, I'll watch those uh, TikTok and I'll watch that <laughs> little Hispanic kid throw shit and then he'll go, I poppy or whatever he says. I, he's one of the most famous ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, See, but- when, I, I, when he got fucking punched, I was happy. Amen. Well, you know, you know how many people wanted to punch his ass? And you know how many people probably did punch him and they edited it out? I, I feel like that punch. 
took him over the top because I was all set up. I feel like it was damn near stage. I it might have been, but I'm talking about if you throw a laundry basket over my head, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking get you. I like the ones where they be in like the WalMarts and shit doing shit. You talking like, about funny Marco. Oh, okay. So I've actually met this nigga, right? So I'm at a Walmart in uh LA what? and uh he's doing that shit. Oh shit. So I see him and I'm like, hey bro. He tries, he's like, hey bro, he asked me some goofy ass question. I said, Marco, I will beat your ass in this goddamn that nigga said, cut, it. cut, cut. Hey bro. My bad, bro. I ain't no one. I'm just trying to make it. I'm like, I feel you, bro. But did hey, you, did you see the one with the girl? Um, this just was over the weekend. Came up to this uh, very unattractive guy and was like, um, "If you get an answer right, you can kiss me." He's like, "No, no, I got to go. I don't have time for this." And just walked. Away. She was like, "Oh my god," because she thought that she found a perfect looking ugly, guy, ugly that, motherfucker. Yeah. He ain't going. He was like, "Cause he probably already seen this bitch. He probably follows her." And he's <laughs> yeah. like, and he's like, shit, oh, bitch, I'm ugly? Okay, cool. All right. Unfollow. Peace. And I'm about to start fucking. Oh, yeah. There's been so many videos I've seen of these little people who do these little public pranks, and people are like, I know who you are. Or yeah, they're, or they're like, like, they're like and they say shit. their name right away, and they start laughing, like, damn, they already got me. Yeah, leave that shit to Jackass, Man. Tom Green. They already did it. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't. Funny Marco probably, he, yeah, he took it a next next step he has with his the own, Walmart shit. Yeah. That was, a, that was, but everybody else is doing it now, and it's just like to a point where it's like, it's, it's, you know, do something different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's got to be something different. I mean, like, Tyrone was funny because we know it was staged, but kind of not staged. Oh, man. He's wack as shit. Uh, but when it first came <laughs> out, you didn't know it was fake. Like, it took you a minute to realize it, and he's like, I'm Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone, I'm, I'm going to fuck you. Oh, oh fuck that you dude. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That shit, I just like the little brown. I like that little shit. <laughs> At the That's end. what made it like, oh, it's a little different. So, yeah. well, again, like, he a big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He can get away with that shit because if somebody's like about to snap on him, who wants to flex against a nigga that can bench press you? Mm-hmm. But someone did, and then he and someone bigger came out to the side or whatever, and that's when one of, it was one of the unaired ones or whatever. Yeah, he beat his ass. Um, big Jaw is still one of my favorite. Big Jaw. Oh, Jadea. Jadea. Yeah. That's my guy. Okay, so that's so, a funny story about to, him. Yeah, he told the story, but to the max, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. One of my favorite, and he's going to explain how he knows him, but my favorite thing is when your <laughs> homies are stupid. <laughs> like how BJ says he's going to explain how I know. <laughs> well, because it's a great story. I didn't want to interrupt, but I want to get my No, no, no. Out. You good. Get but, away. But I caught it one day when it said uh, there's an episode called The Lesbian Homie. was uh-huh. one of the first ones. Uh-huh. And the other one was when your homies are stupid because they thought mice were meese. Yeah, and, the thought, and then the feet and the in the feces. Yeah, and the one the one guy's like. But see, a lot of people don't realize. A lot of people don't know that he was a uh, he's a um, uh, he's a, a real life writer. Like, dude. Okay, so when I moved to L.A., my cousin Nate Jackson and him were roommates. Mm-hmm. They lived in North Hollywood. So when I moved with my cousin, he was moving out because he's about to get a new crib because he had finally got monetized on YouTube. So they had to back pay him all mm-hmm, that money. Mm-hmm. He had a back pay check of $100,000 off Damn. of YouTube. What did so, he do with it? Nigga, what do you think he did with Invest? it? He got the fuck out of it. He got the fuck out of the apartment. He was yeah, living with yeah. my cousin. Yeah, yeah. But the crazy thing was like him, uh, <sighs> Minx, and the dude from Chicago that they always be together. I can't think. Barry Brewer. They always living with my at my cousin's crib rent free. And my cousin was damn near like, I hate you niggas. But at the same time, like, they can 
if you go to their story backstories, they all <laughs> tell the same fucking story. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, they yeah. had a whole damn near year or two years to get better network in LA mm-hmm. and then that became like skit central you know what I'm saying so right. they was like the first ones to do this shit so it's like you work with your brothers you work with your brothers you work with your brothers now we living in this place we grinding 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 alright it's time to go yeah at the point now it's like alright we already got our shit we good now right. you know what I'm saying that is funny it kind of fucked up but I never forget when I moved in this nigga Jadad wasn't even ready to move out, so I stayed in the closet. Damn. So the closet was huge. <laughs> That's where he's been staying. For so I stayed. Oh, fuck y'all, man. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Throw the little. <laughs> so I stayed in the. I st- <laughs> stayed in the, the fucking uh, coat coat room. Fucking right. shit. Stayed in there. So I stayed in there for like the first week, and this nigga literally, I paid my rent. And he literally stayed there the whole <laughs> month. So he was like, wow. hey, bro. Because this nigga's huge. He's yeah. a big fucking dude in you, real life. Have you ever seen him? Mm-mm. He's All right, so fucking I, huge. So I got a clip. This is one of the shorter ones. That's the fucking apartment right there in <laughs> North Hollywood. That's the one I lived in, <laughs> that's bro. One, that's, why I, that's the crib. This is the first episode. That's the, that's the one I lived in. Like I said, they all live together. See, they go Barry Brewer. That's Minx. Minx before he had the, the braids. The door, same door. That shit, the dumpster, a gang of mysis right now. Meese. Gang of what? Mysis. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not mysis. That's what's name. Just so you know. Nah, nigga, it was more than one. Mysis. Nah, nigga, you saying it wrong. <laughs> what? Mysis ain't a word. Right. Just let them know. Mousesis. What? <laughs> mousesis. If there's one, that's a mouse. If it's two, that's mousesis. Three mousesis, four mousesis. That's a gang of mousesis. Not mices, mousesis. Jarmel, what the fuck are you talking about? Both <laughs> of these niggas is dumb as fuck. Hey, Orville, if you at the park, right, and you see a goose in the pond or ocean, hey, a goose is in the pond, right? By itself, a goose. Then another goose swims over to the other goose. Now you got two what? Geese. Gooses. Exactly. What? Golly. Mousesis. Y'all niggas are stupid as hell, man. It's not gooses. It's geeses, nigga. No, 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 please. Now, and why are you counting numbers? What is numbers got to do with this? It's not It's not gooses. It's not mices. And it's not mouses. It's already plural when you say mice. It doesn't matter if it's two or if it's three. It's mice. It's definitely not mouses. Listen, y'all, it's already plural. Mice is already plural. Geese is already plural. Mouse is for one. Mice is for multiples. It can be two, three, however many. It's important that y'all know that. Singular is mouse. Plural is mice. They ain't going for Singular it. is goose. Plural is geese. It's no isis to it. Stop doing that. I knew it. It wasn't going for that shit. <laughs> but there's a that's one of the running series, and then he always tries to correct him. And one of the in, one of the ending ones is that they keep asking him, and they look at him to talk about it, and then he just won't. Mm, nope, because every time he says it, it they they uh, he tells them the right thing to say, and they're like, nope, that's not right. Mm-hmm. But the one in the uh, dreads, who's the one in dreads in the hallway in the tank top? That's Mink. 
So Meek, there's an episode when Meek comes back from prison and his hair's all dead from prison, right? Yeah, it's a lot of fucking. How'd you get your? So did you stop? And he's like, no. And he's like, so he's like, you had another dude, like, so and there's a lesbian homie. Like I found this one day, and it's funny is I knew about these people before I met Nate, and then Nate's like, hey, I know these guys. I was like, ah, and then so, but (laughs) yeah, because when I when I met him, I was like, I'm I'm a fan. I was already a fan. So it was like, uh, yeah, nigga, want to hold the camera? Yes, shit. So a lot yeah, of the yeah. shit I held the camera, but see these niggas had like top notch. This is like 2019, so they had like the the brand new Sony mm-hmm. converted. Uh, they had a converted uh, Canon lens. They was mm-hmm. teaching me all that shit. So it was like, an honor to use. They that. really was really put me on game, but but I, I was too fucking. I just wanted to be a comedian. Like I just want to perform. <laughs> I just want to perform. Not right. knowing like nigga, this is what you really need to but, do, and then that's right. gonna help lead to the shit and make you funnier. But but what they these guys had the blueprint down. I just was I I I was just too green. But what Nate always talks about was is 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 I only work for only work with like certain people, right? He knows it's like I won't if your work ethic shit, you don't put stuff in, then I, I just mean. won't do it. But what those guys did was is how many shitty videos did they make and like to get but, but they never stopped, right? They kept writing, kept going and trying. Because you'll see people put stuff out and then it, it won't hit. And you're like, it's not going to hit right away. Right? It's not. It, it just takes. And that's the thing. Like, like my, f- man, I'm not bad. I keep cutting you off, my brother. I'm sorry. No, bro. I start coughing. No, but no, no <laughs> I want you to explain your, how L.A. We've told this story many times. we told it a bunch of but times, But I think it's man. very important because they never listened to the show. So yeah. thank you for you guys for your support. Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank um, you. But it, it just... <laughs> I mean, they didn't know about the fucking show. He I mean, I didn't do a good job promoting it at the fucking open mic. I know. I remind yeah. you, and you're like, go see BGA. But anyways. Because it's like, it's yeah. your crib. Like, it's not. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, so go to this crib right here. Not that I know what it dick. is, to be honest. It's but, something that, that I would watch some more. And honestly, it's something I would want to be back for. I but, definitely. but once most people come down here and see the studio that, like, because when you're like, hey, uh, we recorded in, in, in my house. Right, usually, it's always like the nah, I'm cool. No, nah, I'm cool. And then you walk in here, like, oh fuck, like, er, like I have literally tried to style this place where it creates an atmosphere when people walk in. Yeah, because not a lot of people do all this though, because it is a lot of people who half-ass doing a lot. It's a lot of people that do it, but they don't have their own shit. Right. Like they'll go pay a certain amount of money to do it at someone else's studio, or they'll shit. get someone. They're always using people mm-hmm. versus, like, for instance, like, I had a podcast called The Facts, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, hey, I need somebody to be able to help me with sound because mm-hmm. our shit is cool, but our sound is garbage. Right. My guy, Dyke Michaels, put me on with BJ, and it was locked in ever since because, I mean, I already knew what he wanted coming in. Like, for me, you coming from Greenwood here, my first thing is how much. Right. First thing he told me was, I just want the shit to look good. I just want you to keep doing it. Right. That right there told me, like, this dude really ain't about the money. It's about the fact of, let me try to help you. So once he seen that my podcast kind of was, like, faltering, let's do our own. I'm like, hell yeah, because I finally can work with somebody who's willing to work and who's willing to give me ideas. I don't got to put my own shit together. I don't got to like, I don't got to feel like the workload is all on me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. And then with chicken and chuckles, 
hey, I'll start <laughs> devoting myself to come out here. You come here on Mondays. I can at least try to come out on Thursdays. Exactly. I mean, it's can we you give give and you get back. So yeah. hey, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Receive, and yeah. that's that's like how comedy is. Yeah. Like you you do a bunch bunch of people's shows. Someone books you. Then if you got the opportunity to produce a show, you book them back. Mm-hmm. Like and people have lost that. Like mm-hmm. I book so many motherfuckers in the city, and they won't even think about me. But once they see me, hey Nate, man, I ain't seen you around, bro. You still doing the, the chuckles and shit? Oh, shut your bitch. What's right. I want to say, <laughs> but it's yeah, man, I'm still doing it, man. You know, yeah, come on out whenever you want to, bro. That's fair. It's people helping people. I tell people, Mo, you got a network because you never know where somebody's gonna go. Like you said, yeah. you could put somebody on a show. And then say you put somebody on the show, and then they get a bigger gig, mm-hmm. and then they can put you on. You never know, so you just look out for everybody because blessings go around. They really do. But like you said, it's not like that no more. Everybody's self-centered. It's just it's, it's all, hateful. Well, and double your guys' age except for Nate, and even Damn. Nate, I'm like, what, seven years older than you? <laughs> How old are you? I'm 40. You already turned 43. Yeah, you got me about yeah. seven. Well, you're 30. I'm 36. 36. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's like, old. So like my pops died. He not he wasn't my real dad because I'll tell because there's a lot of funny stories about my real dad that are not they're funny to me. But they're Nate hilarious. Doesn't, Nate doesn't think they're funny because <laughs> they're, kind of they're kind of fucked up. Hey, but the best. but so when my pops died, uh, my mom didn't want to close the <laughs> casket. Right? She just she wasn't feeling it, and that's fine. So I said, yeah, I'll close the casket or whatever. And I, the last one in the room closed it. And like the last thought I had was about his legacy, right? Like you know, I, and I and I kept thinking to myself like. You know, what would, what's his legacy? And, and the the thing I thought about is how much he gave back to everybody. He coached for twenty or coached for thirty years, right? And he coached little kids, and then he coached like middle schoolers or whatever. But a lot of that for hardly no pay because you know people don't make a lot of money doing it. So, like after he died in twenty eighteen, I was like, no, none of this shit matters, right? It's yeah. about your legacy and giving back. So I've tried to give back to people and help people out. And I used to do a lot of the producing for free, but I had to start charging because yeah. people were. So and it's usually upwards sixty to hundred bucks an episode, which is not that expensive. Because you consider considering if you had to get all the shit yourself, like the sound goods, probably good thousand two thousand dollar investment. We have about twenty five grand invested in what we've done, mm-hmm. but we've been doing it since twenty sixteen. Uh, AP, um, he was on. He, I think we took a picture last week. Maybe we did or didn't. Anyways, but um, I think over our since 2016, we've had about 1.6 million people listen to everything we've done. Okay. So, um, yeah, I gotta go add me <laughs> on all social medias on Facebook and Instagram. It's so, up. and then we lost that. We lost that. Um, Beso, right? Mm-hmm. Because we stopped doing it together with Smudcast, and and it was like a highly popular show, but. He um he has he has two small children. My kids are were teenagers, so they already had their own. Not like they didn't need me, but they had their own thing going on. So I was able to devote more time. And then when I moved it here, uh, when I moved it, my mom moved out, and then I moved it here. So what I was able to do was um um able to do whatever. And then that's why I started. <laughs> it's a changing room. That's where I stole it. we had we had a real nice one up there where it would slide back and forth but someone broke it but that's where i started getting into making 
beats and some other things like that because like you have to have something you can do on your own without somebody yeah you know because in case there's not a mic to go to or something i had to find something to occupy my time plus i don't know why i would ever want to leave this room honestly there's no i mean there's everything in here you need he's the greatest white guy i've ever met <laughs> that the hardest working white dude like i actually have a real job too and has a real job like Making legit good money. He don't got to do this shit. But the fact right. of the matter is. Reparations. Giving. And you always say that and I'll be feeling like you really be doing that for that. But, <laughs> but anyways, man. Dude, bro. Like like I said, our relationship is you give, I can give. Like BJ showed me that it's people in this world that still, you know, still are willing to work and grind. Right. You know, even though it's slow and it might not pick up. I mean, honestly, if me and him both wasn't working day jobs and this was like our career, mm-hmm. we'd definitely be monetized. I and believe this it. shit would definitely be cracking yeah, way clear. more. But we kind of know the blueprint now. Like I said, so to we, me. We just got some pictures done. Yep, got some pictures done. Uh, we got, like I said, his best friend is a hell of a videographer, mm-hmm. a photographer. Uh, so, like I said, like just knowing, just knowing people that – like-minded people that they put you in a position to be successful so but it it also depends on what you consider being successful right yeah exactly success right yeah i mean this ain't right now successful but it can lead to a success like if i ever want to start something else right the first person i call at is him you know what i'm saying especially if we can make some money together like that's the end goal like hey let's do this shit and make some money to the point where he can be like, you know what, I don't gotta fucking work no more. Like that's my goal for him to be like, hey, bro, let's go ahead and do this shit for real. Mm-hmm. He's young enough to still do it. His his wife got love for me. Mm-hmm. My girl loves the fuck out of him. My parents, he's met my parents. That's awesome. Like, yeah, you know how I met his parents. You yeah. gonna tell him how I met your parents? Yeah, I put him to work. <laughs> so, so I'm going to my first. Um, it was birthday party, right? It, anniversary. Uh, it was a, uh, an, it was a surprise uh, anniversary. Surprise okay. anniversary. So I, so showered, put on some nice clothes. He didn't tell me they were all wearing a certain color either. By the way, we all wasn't wearing that. It was just my parents. It was just because, like I said, we had to wear black because I told him it was a photo shoot, and I right. told him BJ was going to be the photographer. Yep. Right. So he didn't even know that either. I was so excited like, to go there. So he came, and I came, <laughs> and, and then on the way came, up, yeah, he's like, "Hey man, can you DJ?" I was like, "So." You, so you want me to to DJ a six year old's black? <laughs> he already plays old school music already, so I'm like, this would be up your alley. So and we, how did you do? You we, did amazing. Except when the younger kids like, do you have the cha cha slide? It's like I'm not a real DJ. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm not a real. I'm DJ. actually not. That's not what I do. Right. Yeah, nah. right? All I do is put on um, a playlist. Most of the time, I put on Apple Music. Um, and let it play certain playlists. But then during when you, when you guys are walking up, as I get to know you, like Uncle Fred, I played Sanford's son, right? <laughs> and then the other day when he came up, I played R. Kelly because he looked, you know, I was like, he might be a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, stupid. And so every now and then, yeah, that's one thing about black comedians that I like when I do do it. They take their time. They'll let the music or We whatever. include everybody. But mm-hmm. what I don't like is, though, is when they're like, all right, DJ, turn it off. I'm like, I just put it on. <laughs> yeah, I just found this song for Cree, you. Cree's the worst, though. Cree's like, turn that shit off. And then so last time she came up, I didn't play a fucking thing. She's like, where's the music? I was like, you don't fucking like anything anyways. You got, was you there that night when that one girl started arguing with me? Yep, I was there. 
some about uh play this and I'm like why do you know? I've been sitting here for three fucking hours you're not gonna tell me what you want me to play and you come up and yell at me <laughs> mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about I remember that night Nate's like well she's got some ass and I was like fuck her I don't care <coughs> that next week I brought a mic with me because I was like I because I have an uh, extra mic that's not dented <laughs> oh lord remember the first chicken and chuckles remember when I was like that's what made me buy my own equipment oh now I can hear it great now that's what made me buy my own equipment because it was like I booked a DJ I did it the right way booked a DJ had the mic right. yeah I was there Yeah, motherfucker didn't even bring a fucking mic talking about, <laughs> talking about I didn't know I needed a mic I'm like nigga this is a comedy show <laughs> yep they over there just yelling yeah, yep. and then thank God for Josh Springer. Yep. Josh Springer came there through in the clutch. That's when I realized white people care more about how shit goes than niggas. Niggas oh, would be yeah. like, oh, well, I mean, you brought me, book me for this. I don't have to do so, this. Well, no, no, I don't want to say just black people, but I still feel but like. that's how they are, bro. It's just like, it's like when I book, when I book the dude to do the fucking video shit. I still ain't got the fucking shit back. But, but what I'm saying is, is not book, but I feel like. Certain people just want to take a picture of themselves and say, I'm at blah, blah, blah. And then you hire them or, or you have them to help you do stuff like, motherfucker, do what I asked you to do. You still take pictures and promote it, but do what I asked you to do. Mm-hmm. That's what drives me insane. So, I mean, we used to have a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people like that. It's just like, I don't care about the fame or notoriety. I just, notoriety, I just want the fucking shit to sound good. I want it to go smooth. Get the comedians up, get their five minutes, hit the light, get out of here on time, and have a good time. But why you guys don't get out of there on time is because Nate does 10-minute sets in between comedians, making fun <laughs> of you guys, demoralizing you, and making you want to I demoralize. I'm just Damn. talking shit. But yeah, I, do, I mean, but like I said, it's my open mic, so yeah, I'm, a do, I'm working on shit. So yeah, yeah, but also, you don't hear half the shit I'm saying because I, I try to make him laugh. When I, when he I, makes me laugh. Behind, that's why I be telling him, man, get on fucking stage. Like, you ever heard somebody say funny shit, but no, never use it? Theo. Me, yeah. Like, honestly, Myself. bro, I mean, I, you sound like your shit would be more structured. No disrespect, IT. <laughs> no disrespect, bro. No disrespect. But if you, like, kind of, like, had his structure and how he explained shit, you'd probably be a better comedian. But I've seen you more relaxed But I've, Yeah, you've way more, more relaxed. Natural. Like, you've done a fucking great job, right? first podcast and you just but do you still get nervous when you do comedy um or that's you, just some, I, some not, and I, I i am not the one to judge people but sometimes i feel like you you rush during your set do you feel like you rush still well here you're just boom hit it boom hit it boom hit it well i feel cool. am i wrong no, you're you're right, okay. and he's he's he says that himself, and he he that's a big he criticizes yeah, himself, and I like that about here. him. Yeah, yeah I, I criticize like my stuff, myself a lot about that. Um, it's not nervous. Um, being nervous of uh, me, just personally, it's a lot wrong with me. Um, it's a lot of thoughts go through my head, and I and my like I'll change personalities quick, and then I'll start thinking about some dark stuff. Like I'm young, but I've been through a really hard life. I've been homeless a lot and me too. everything. Yeah, I have and too, it, bro. Yeah. I, Let's know. Yeah, yeah so like, I was like, I've been through. Shit. So, uh, so we we I want to. We'll see. Let's let's go. You had a fucked up childhood. Nate didn't know. Kind of. Nate had a decent <laughs> childhood, right? Yeah, it's just like when I moved out. Like, all right. So every time I like went out and did some shit was when it like hit the fan. So like when I'm, mm, <laughs> for so, real. So when I was <laughs> damn. So when I went to college, fine. my first year I was yeah. in Hurricane damn. Katrina. Oh, so shit. that shit was like in my mind. I'm like. 
fuck better in myself. Every time I leave up out of this bitch, some natural disaster. Wait, wait, wait. We we even we we left left the topic. Yeah, my bad. I, that's why I, said I keep trouble. I don't. That's why. That's why Nate, Nate's a star, and I love him. So <laughs> I don't get. But when I was when I was five, my dad left me, my mom, and my brother for a hooker from wow. Ohio. That's one, right? Damn. Mm. So and then, uh, two. That same guy who's my father went to jail for two consecutive twenty-year sentences for having sex with his stepdaughter and his real daughter. Got a stepdaughter Jesus. pregnant. So, same guy. Good wow. Guy. Um, Every time he talks about his dad, shit. I hate him more and more. But, I, I mean, I don't hate him. I mean. That, I don't even know the nigga. And I don't if you like can him. let go of that stuff, it releases so it, much. Man. I just let it go. Like, my brother hates him. But he my brother kind of, my brother looks like him. I look like my, my mom, but with a beard. Well, <laughs> we have the same mustache, but we have different beards. Same mustache. But, but yeah, and, and then we moved 27 times by the time I was 18. Like, I was young enough to have food stamps, food stamps. Not the card you motherfuckers have. Uh, we had to go spend the fucking books. The books. the books. I was young enough for them bitches, too. I was young enough to go buy cigarettes for my mom, and the guy at the corner store was like, oh, you're good. Here Remember you go. when cigarettes, you had to be 18 to get cigarettes? I, I don't think I ever... I don't think I ever. Like, got hey, fuck y'all up, man. No, like, not me. No, I'm, I'm good. I was 18. But the, well, yeah. I'm, how old are you? Hey, my 24. son, though. That's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. I'm good. My son, Lucci, and he had a vape. I'm like, where'd you get a vape from? You're like, you don't look 21. He's like, I just go to the Arab guy. I was like, dude, don't say Arab. Yeah. Because they're usually not, so, literally. So, yeah, you just decided to, like, go ahead and just throw them all together. So, <laughs> so, usually, that's just me. I work extremely hard. Like, I've, since I was 16, my birthday present to myself was a job. And then I maintained two jobs since I was seven. But, 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 so I did. You, but your dark humor, that I love dark humor because I grew up from a dark place, right? So, like, if Because you got acceptance. That's yeah, the, like, my name is BJ. And one of the first jokes I wrote was, <laughs> uh, and now it's been my name since birth. I didn't have a name for two weeks when I was born. <laughs> and this is the new, kind of the new joke that I made. And, and then I, even my friends didn't really like it. I texted him and said, hey, I think I know why my dad was upset. I was a boy when, when he found out I was a boy because that means he wouldn't have someone to fuck when I was older. Damn. <laughs> wow. See how dirt, see, yeah, how, see how like dark that I is? Found it was, I don't know I how found it hilarious. <laughs> right? Well, they, but my friends, my, my, it was AP and Moy. Like, <sighs> when I say Moy, Moy used to, uh, when we first started Smugcast, he helped me write the show because we pretend like we had viewers and people emailing us. We would write the shit, right? Right. So he's just, so we had, we like, but when I sent that and they were just like, to me, it was fucking hilarious because it's my dad who fucked kids, not me. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been married 21 years and I'm, and you know, I didn't fuck any of my kids. Right? <laughs> I, I, I surpassed him. <laughs> that was the other joke I was thinking of, like, Comparing yourself to your father, like, all right, I didn't get divorced six years in. I didn't fuck any of my kids. I didn't mar leave for a hooker. Like, I've done pretty well as a father. <laughs> right? That's fair. No, nah, that's fair. He that's once tight, though. He once slept with a woman. He he meant this to my mother. Uh, me and my mom are real close. And I, we were driving around looking at uh, old headstones of, like, family members I didn't know, like, from 1800s, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, your dad one time slept with a woman because... He told me because she was dying of cancer and that was her last wish. And I was like, I met him. Like, I was like, <laughs> like what lady should be like, fuck me, I'm dying. And I was like, I, I was just like, he is a fucking sick person. Then again, like, I mean, because if they're almost, if they're in stage four, could you imagine what they look like? Yeah. 
up. You'd have to try to have the hospital bed flip them over or something. Then they're bad business. You couldn't look at them in the eyes. <laughs> I would definitely would have stole their Oxycontin, though, before I left. Wow. Yeah. They don't need it. I mean, crazy. good point. Get them some morphine. But like, I like dark humor, <laughs> and that's why I say fucked up stuff. My, I don't know. My thing is, uh, I try to, my, I talk fast. I used to. So I try to work on it, and I get lit up there because I work hard. So when I do stuff, I like to get lit because I'm going to enjoy myself since I work hard throughout my day. I talk really fast and, and to the point where I start stuttering. And yeah. then like to my point where like me and my wife have only gotten only gotten like very few hand, handfuls of arguments in 22 years. But it's, if, if like what you see, I start, and I'll start stuttering. And she's like, slow down. I can't understand a word you're saying. And, and I need that. And it fucking, but it eats at me because I get self-conscious and I feel like I have to say, I want a loaf of bread. So that'd be some of it. I'll be trying to make sure I'm not talking too fast, but then I realize I'm talking real too slow. And then, (laughs) so that'd be on my mind a lot up there, but I'm just trying to find the balance because I've never been able to tell the same joke on stage twice the same way because I feel like my brain won't work that way because I. I feel like it's regimented, right? <laughs> how you feeling? So I, I would tell that joke of like, hey, how'd you get the name BJ? And I was like, oh, it's, it's what my father said is my first name. Or why is your name BJ? Like, um, that's what my father said I should have been. Oh, that's terrible. Well, it's still Damn. better. It's still better than the first name. <laughs> still better than the first name <laughs> oh he picked, God. which was abortion. Oh. Right? So that's, but luckily, <laughs> luckily, I like that. luckily we didn't have metal hangers in the house. Oh my god. <laughs> He's dark as Ugh. fuck. Like I'm telling you, you can't do dark, 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 him. dark. You gotta throw some light in that shit, BJ. God damn. Well, yeah, because people so goddamn sensitive. I haven't fucked any of my kids, so I could leave go right after that. That is like a dark joke on top of a dark joke. But all I think about is dark. Happiness is not where I grew up. But you got Bro. to throw in some throw throw in like, the fact that your wife, said, your wife happiness has a is... Conor McGregor hairstyle. Like you got to throw in like some goofy McGregor shit. And that's why I be telling you all the time, bro. Like your jokes <laughs> don't sound like that's really what you've lived. Like I tell everybody, your jokes have to be what you lived in your life. You got some funny moments in your life. Like when I met your mom, your mama kept it all the way real. Oh, she's sitting in the corner. Slow, right? <laughs> yeah. She straight up said, my son is a little slow, but I think that's kind of my fault. But if you listen to him on this podcast and you see him at the show, like it's two different people, right? No, what, what I'm not sense of humor wise. Him? No, he was Me. quiet over there. No, nigga, he's been talking more than Atia. I know, but he looked suspect at the show. <laughs> What? How you? How you figure he looks suspect he in the show? I'm just, I'm just saying, but I'm trying to give him he's a compliment. Spe- he's a spectator. I'm trying to give him a compliment. Who and I fucking bury him? Yes. I, I don't do it maliciously. The nigga just. I'm trying. I be <laughs> doing my thing. I killed my show and uh, I've been working on a lot of my jokes, but uh, <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I gotta come out to thirteen, thirteen and hit those a little bit more. It ain't often. even about that, bro. It's about just bettering yourself on stage, like when you're in different stages. 13, 13, 80 should just be like a workout room. I wouldn't even give a fuck what I do in that motherfucker. I'll just be working on shit that I'm going to use on this book show I got. And I tell everybody, you work on the shit that you want to get booked for. People going to remember how you are at these open mics. The thing you want to be is you want to be different. You want to be able to do different material or you want to be able to strengthen your material. I feel like you use the same shit, but you don't ever strengthen it. You just, hey, people say I look like Pop smoke a little bit. King Von. King right? Von. See, even I, uh, I know a little, little bit of Westbrook <laughs> here and there. Like, nigga, I, nigga, we say that shit one more time. 
Even this nigga, me and him, we will be talking. Bro, Theo, do we be talking all the time? Yeah. Without what's the a doubt. first thing you say when he says that first joke? What's the first thing you do every there time? There it goes. There, there it is. goes. There hey, it goes. Because when I'm working, because that's actually me working on my stuff. Because I I gotta like build like when I talk about I'm working on talking speed and everything. All that matters for delivery and everything. So I'm work. That's why like my show like like you said I have another one I'm doing on the seventh and sixteenth. The last Ooh. two comedy where. Um, I'm gonna get the address. I'm doing one for Shay and I'm doing one for Brittany. Hold on, Shay? Lachey? Yeah. The poet? Yeah. She has a show? She's yeah, hooking one up. Yep. Who's, who's the Shay the poet? You know who she is. The Big Belly. Oh, the one that talks about. Oh, the one that said that he. The only one that does poetry at the fucking. So, I know, but she said the three minutes of the, the, the Jackrabbit. Is that what she said? What? <laughs> you not remember her? Po- what she said? She was mad because he put shit. her. He, he pinned her. She's like he pinned my legs back. That was the last one she did. Uh, yeah, what? Then, I'm glad I missed that. You guys were there <laughs> sitting right next to me. Because I'd be sometimes being like I was sitting on the corner. Then there was Terry oh, Shepard. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she was just like three minutes of pounding. Then he got done and rolled over. I was That's like, I've been doing that for That's right. We were there. We were there for 21 years, and, and I'm still married. That technique works. Hey, that's she's true. She's fucking wrong. But uh, so the last damn, damn. <laughs> he said damn. What do you think about it though? <laughs> Anything longer with? I mean, I don't know. I probably wouldn't even. That's why I like him, man. Because he's just honesty is key. I wouldn't. Honesty is key. I'd have to be hammered to have sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she wants is if you want you gotta get some young dick that's, at, four, at 43 years old you're lucky to get fucking three that's minutes. sympathy pussy right there yeah you're talking about old girl <laughs> no no I'm hey. just, I, that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is is if you want some somebody to last longer you're oh. gonna have to get some young dick this has nothing to do with her Oh, no, but at dude. my age you're gonna get fucking three minutes but also, look when you get his age, yeah. don't, let's don't fuck anything. Also, when you have diabetes, sometimes if the pussy's a little weird, you make you pass out from your sugar. Because the juices. Yep. Not even the juices. Whoa. It's just the, yep. I passed out snoring. My wife couldn't tell. She just thought I was going. Ooh, freaky. Wow. Damn, I take care of myself. She still came yeah. though. She didn't care. She, she still came. She came to a Bro. worm. <laughs> man, this is, this is something you should say on an open mic. This, this is some good ass shit right here. It man. is, but this it's is not the stuff good. I think about though. Like, because I've had a mild heart attack at like twenty five. Damn. Damn. It had nothing to do with health. They gave me some medicine um, because I got uh, uh, bronchitis pneumonia from um, flying from six thousand. You guys know where Lake Tahoe is. Yeah. yeah. I was staying out there for three weeks, four weeks at a time, then fly back to Indiana at zero, zero. So I got mm. fucked with my lungs, right? So I went to two different doctors that gave me a bunch of medicine and I was sitting in a hotel and fucking my body just shut down. Oh, to shit. To the point where I'm calling my wife like, hey, I'm having a heart attack. Like, goodbye to the kids. I love them. Like, I didn't know if I was going to live. Mm-hmm. Got on a plane at five in the morning next day and just fucking went home. Damn. Mm. Yeah. And then like last April, was it last April, Nate? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I went on a diet started losing weight and then my pancreas shut off so fuck exercise by the way <laughs> holy I'm, shit I quit making insulin my body just stopped had oh. nothing i was not diabetic nothing so what like, nope 
because I was drinking water, flushing my system out, and it did it too fast. It shut down my pancreas. Uh, so I was in crap. a hospital day, hospital for like five days. Best five days ever. Because <laughs> COVID, no one can come bother you from your family. Like, oh my God. You must hate your family like a motherfucker. No, but what I hate is like, <clears throat> what would we have done without you? I'm like, motherfucker, like, you don't spend time with me when right. I'm around. And my eyes were so fucked up, I couldn't see my phone that far away. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess I was calling people to cancel podcasts and didn't remember it. Oh, wow. So so Kyle Buck, who's one of my buddies, is a comedian, and Mondo, who I was calling him, and and then I guess a week later, I called him, I came in, and I'm out of the hospital. like, I know you called us. I was like, I don't remember. (laughs) Because the nurse is like, how do you feel? I was like, I I feel kind of anxious. Like, you know, she's like, you want a Xanax? And I was like, well, yeah. So she's giving me Xanax and just fucking, I am just blitzed out of my mind. And I was fucking calling people and don't remember calling them. Damn, that sounds nice. It was. That's what I'm saying. It was the that, best vacation That part sounds ever. nice. Yeah, that part sounds nice. But but <laughs> now I went from having insulin and taking all this medicine to now where it's it's uh, fixed itself. And I'm, I think I'm down, I think, 20 pounds. Nice. Okay. So, but losing weight's weird, though. Because when people start talking, you're like, hey, man, you look good. And I'm like, did I look like that much like shit before? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's an insult. No, you're right, though. Yeah, it's just like, hey, you look healthy. Cool. Let's move on. Like, don't need to talk about your face How looks healthy. smaller. Mm-hmm. You don't need to talk about none of that stuff. Let's but move th- along. But that's what people do. So that's the old people stuff. Is is uh, uh, AP took a couple pictures. Um for like social media for some of the podcasts or whatever people are like oh my god you look so great and i was like you didn't comment on those other photos and say that you fucking <laughs> people <laughs> <laughs> so we're about to wrap this up because nate you going to the mic tonight yeah i'm hitting up uh margarita monday shout out to aisha brown mike shaw they've it's done a show uh, two-part uh, episode if you want to go back and listen to that most definitely definitely a two-part um but yeah shout out to them they got the uh the open mic at a luge club of luges on 86 in michigan or in between michigan no nah, we definitely should go to the strip club me you and ap we gotta go that'd be a great episode if you get him to go i will go oh he said he wanted to go he was ready to go last week that's because he had he he was not in the right frame of mind but i'm telling yeah. you if you would have drove we would have went to jail we would have went no have you not <laughs> met you haven't seen everybody's like fun ap and bj right but you, got, you haven't seen But you got that. me. I'm not, first of all, I'm not letting y'all go to jail. And secondly, I'll catch a lift on you white motherfuckers. I have left people. I will leave. I, I'm going to make sure he, look, bro, I'm a real dude. So I'm not going to let AP act a fool on his own. I will force that nigga into a goddamn lift. And he, at least he's, he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Whatever him and the Lyft driver go through, that's on them. But like I said, <laughs> I'm not going to let him. He's going to get fucked up, but at the same time, he's going to have a good time. I think you. And should, then two, he's not going to be used to the surroundings, so he's not going to get super fucked up. I think we should just take him over to 42nd Post and just let him drive around. <laughs> Hell no. We're going to take him to on club on we go over the Mason Gardens and find us some lovely ladies. Man, call, call what's his name right now. We're going to a strip club. He's already asleep. It's you got work tomorrow? Yes, I have to work tomorrow. God damn it. Yeah. You always got the we should have went hookers. during Thanksgiving Day weekend. We should have went last week. I worked every day last week with Thanksgiving. For real? You yes. worked Friday? Yes, and Saturday. So I was off the whole week. Dang. I wanted to be. I took off. I was up late last night. I was watching the Eagles win again. Fucking, and the Colts is fucking losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? Yes. They put the Colts on Monday night? Yeah. Big mistake. Wow. Horrible games, man. So, Whoever picked these games Atiyah, fucking retarded. Uh, you mentioned a couple of shows. When you get them to them, we'll, we'll shout them out. 
But if you, this is what's called shameless plug. Um, if there's any social media, any upcoming events for for either one of you guys want to talk about, you guys could feel free to share that if you want. We got a so I got an upcoming movie called. Um, it should be releasing like the next month or so. Should you have led with that? Like like earlier in the show. Oh, you got a movie? <laughs> yeah, it's called Blue um, Theo the Blue Shield. Wait, wait. Where is this at? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Is this a DeMarco Plays film? The, nah, Jeff Payne. Oh, Mr. Payne? Yeah, yeah. he works with Mr. Payne. You know, that was my fucking uh, orchestra teacher. Huh? Damn, I'm going to his show this weekend. <laughs> Mr. Payne. Yeah, we're going things. to Real shit, bro. Yeah. So I was, I was in orchestra at, at Warren Central from night from 2002. Two to 2005. What's the IPS number of Warren Central? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh my God. I saw Ivory Like Even yeah, I know Jeff, Warren Central. Jeff Payne was my orchestra teacher <laughs> from, from 2002, no, 2001 to 2005. I graduated in 2005. His last year was 2005 because I guess he was quitting and he was going to start doing comedy. So, um, he was going to do comedy. But he was so fucking like, Hey guys, he was so that, like that. Yeah. So I used to make fun of his ass all in, <laughs> like killing his ass, Robbie. Killing him. And he'd be like, All right, Luther. <laughs> Luther. But look, yeah, that's my fucking night. So uh so he uh so uh but Mr. Payne had the night his wife was cold, nigga. She's still cold to this day. Oh yeah. Miss Payne. Cold in the motherfucker. Uh, man, edit that out. You might have to. Nope. But <laughs> super cold. But she's super different from him. Like, you hear him, hey Eric guys, make sure you get on your P's and Q. Here's her. <laughs> Y'all niggas make sure you get to fucking class on time. Like, it's just like yeah. she got the black. She got the nigga and he's yeah. like the Yeah. I'm gonna make sure the shit's in together, you know? <laughs> but man, when Mr. Payne started doing comedy and I checked it out for the first time, I was like, Why the fuck did you hide this nigga? From all of us. Nigga, yeah. where the fuck was he at? You right. Know? <laughs> but when I seen him at Mick Mike G's open mic, that dude gave me a huge hug. It's like, God damn, Luther, you look old. That's what I said. <laughs> he said, you look old. I said, man, <laughs> I kicked my ass, Mr. Payne. You understand, nigga. I wasn't married, nigga. You know, got my ass. He said, what's all this gray? You got, I got, you got more gray than me. I said, hey, man, fuck you, Mr. Payne. But anyways. You barely got so, back, so back to your movie. <laughs> so yeah, it's Theo the Blue Shield, um, and he's like the the dude, this dude with the cop shit mm-hmm. on, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm one of the villains that dubbed the lady. Yeah. Oh, you just playing a thug? Well, no, nah, no. I was specked out though. I had a big, I had a suit on and everything. My hair was, I was looking spiffy, real spiffy. I had my glasses on and everything. I was just. It was just that guy, though. And when's it? Where? Wh- what platforms will be uh, on YouTube or? Uh, or no, nah, it's on. What's the one? Everybody put all the movies on. Tubi. Tubi. <laughs> Tubby. You don't know. Tubby, whatever it is. To be continued. All right. I don't know that, but I do have a show I want to shout out. All right. For Merry Christmas, uh, it's on December the sixteenth. We I'm doing that one with Nap- Naptown Chris. It's going to be performers there. It's going to be live. Yeah. Is it? Right. Where, is it? Is it his comedy okay. show? Uh, he don't be knowing nothing. God damn! I do so much. I get when this gig just gets sent to me. I look at my schedule. If I can fit it in, 
Yeah, yeah, that's what Let's I'm looking it. at now. Is that um here, you can say it. They, they make the flyer already. Yeah, I was gonna say the location of it and everything. Oh shit. It's the one I was talking about, Scooby Headlining. <laughs> yeah. This shit is where? Sco- Eagledale, Eagle Highway. Vibes. Is that Vibes? He said what? Sixty nine twenty. Okay, yeah, this ain't Naptown Chris's show. He's not hosting. He, he doing comedy. Yeah, this is someone else's show. It's been Whoever the black cowgirl is, is. Oh, that's what's her name? Uh, Brittany. Huh? Oh, that's Brittany's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I got that one, then, um, you know, I got one for Shay, too, but I don't have details, so that should probably stop there. When is her show? It's on the 7th. That's about. She ain't even got the flyer yet. That's like next week. Yep. I'll you be, might as well just say you're not doing it. I'll be in Detroit. I, I'll be in Detroit next week. <laughs> Damn. That's the thing, man. Look, bro. Oh. If someone books a show and don't have the flyer till next week, don't do it. That's someone that just don't know what the fuck they're doing. I you know got one for Aisha are? too, huh? You know how much flyers are? You know how much? You know how they're cheap to that's make? That's how you fuck. That's how you get the crowd. <laughs> that's how you get the crowd. They're free you to make, motherfucker. <laughs> he said it's free to make. Just get online. How you think Chicken and Chuckles? I, the same goddamn flyer. I just add people's faces on it every week. Yeah. <laughs> same shit. Maybe one day you'll f- figure out the the pixel part of it because sometimes I'm like, uh, ask people's pictures. I'm like, I, well, but, you, but anytime you alter it and shrink it down, like it messes with their face a little bit. But that's the thing, I don't do that. So once I'm putting that picture actually up there, that's their picture. Because if I put update your picture and I have to go into Photoshop to add pixels, you got a fucked up ass picture. I think we should be in the top left together, <laughs> just doing this. And just say nothing. On well, that. I should put our faces underneath, like uh, sponsored by or brought to you by uh, Fresh and Clean. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this sponsoring is yourself because nice. this is Fresh and Clean, but you work with like five different niggas and shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, the only other one I'm doing as of right now is uh, I have another one. I had one that just came out with uh, Mondo movie one. Um, Mondo is one of my best friends, and then. I'm doing, um, they just have, their podcast just launched. I'm interviewing them this week. Um, it's Trillion Cuts and King Charmin. King Charmin's an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he um, uh, He's also a stage actor here in Indianapolis and a model. So that's why I, I didn't know if you knew him or not. Um, he's an idea. What? <laughs> I'm stopping <laughs> shit. Well, he's going to be so mean to him. He's an idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's called their their podcast came out. Said it's the legit hustle podcast. Um, it is King Charman, uh, Trillion Cuts, and the other guy's name is I can't see it. Sound like three niggas. It is. <laughs> I can't say that, but obviously <laughs> these are some of the guys I would call if I ever like get in trouble. Like, hey, I need you to come. I can't ask any cool. You can't ask any questions. <laughs> King, King would be like, I'd be there. Need you to do the shit that y'all North used to doing. Oh yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> when he, the funny part is, is like if if some of my friends would from my hometown would meet like my close friends now, is they probably would get nervous, or they would be <laughs> what they call an accidental racist. They would try to like, you know, not saying they racist, but they would try to find a bonding like about Jordans K-Bond, or something. Nah, yeah. Like hey, uh, you know what the shit you like Jordans. And you know what the shit I hate the most is when white people say, I don't mean to be racist, but yeah, like, just, just fucking say just what say the it. fuck you But I don't say. mean to be racist, but watermelon is great. Uh, <laughs> watermelon's nasty. I don't mean to be racist, but... Uh, <laughs> That's nasty. when it's racist when they say it's nasty. 
<laughs> yeah, because they're trying to really say something about that. Uh, yeah. I don't mean to be racist, but where do you get your chicken from? I like him. I like him. like KFC, motherfucker. Get a bucket. Uh, <laughs> like, why are you asking not even me? Real chicken. No, that's what you would say though. Like, know, they expect you to say like uh, uh, chicken chuckles. Uh, do you have anything to promote? Are you done promoting? Uh, I'll keep promoting IT. My bad, bro. Don't we worry. They don't interrupt you. Go ahead. So I interrupt you again, though. He was about to say Aisha's show. Oh, yeah. Uh, we ain't got the flyer for that yet, but that's December the 21st, so we still got time on that one. Okay. That, Where's that going to be at? I ain't got no... F- oh, Fusion. Fusion. Oh, nice. She's doing shit at Fusion mm-hmm. again. Yeah, I remember her show. I, I can't wait for that. Gotcha. Um, It's going to get be lit, and I... I appreciate y'all having me here. It was it's been a blast. Hey That's man, it. we appreciate you coming, bro. Like you've been an awesome uh, person. We definitely want you to come back. You and Theo, Theo, you very sure. knowledgeable. We appreciate you for sticking around. I appreciate y'all. I like Theo, y'all you. Friendship, you kind of got that more uh, black Greenwood vibe. So I mean, black uh, Greenwood vibe. Yeah, like so, that means non-threatening. <laughs> He's a nigga that you just take like <laughs> to the village pantry with Theo. We'd be cool. Atia, they may. They, they may follow us. I mean, yeah. I used to work in Whiteland for almost a year, so, so and that's right around that's, the corner. That's so that's, that's, that's where I got it from. That's where you got the white mindset. <laughs> there you go. And I've worked in education, and I work in corporate. So ah, yeah. Uh, what you do right? What you do right now? Corporate. Uh, I work in IT, so I'm in Zoom meetings all day and shit. So yeah, me too. Oh, okay. Exactly. You, you, you feel me? IT. So I'm in Zoom Y'all meetings all day. Y'all niggas might be best friends then. You in <laughs> IT and shit. You work with computers. Yeah, I do support and gen- IT generalist stuff downtown. I for do. Me. Business development for okay. s- 250 stores nationwide. Nice. Don't down talk. You're doing big things. He, like what? <laughs> He's doing big things. He, what, he's have, like that hitch honcho. Nah. Do you have anything to promote anything you're doing? Uh, let's see. I was, I was talking a, about oh. me, but I don't. Like, I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't. So you're good. I don't. You, I don't. Me, I'm about, you ain't got nothing to promote. Happy to be here. Here's no. Nate promoted. Hey, I got a show yeah. coming up. Uh, Happy to be here. It's on my social media. <laughs> I got some shows. He says, I'm a, that's, that's what I'm about to say, ad man. That's what I got some shows, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you might got some track suits you're giving away. Let me know. Hey, hey, clean. I, I got to get that flyer, though. I do got to uh, hit her up about that flyer. Y'all right. It is next week. Yeah, she ain't doing it. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I got I'm uh, headlining uh, at Legends in Peru, Indiana, with uh, I'm with uh, Jimmy Shaw. Shout out to Jimmy Shaw for booking me. Uh, he's out in Kokomo. He does an open mic on Wednesdays at this spot. I don't know where the fuck it is, but it's like a dungeon or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a nice ass spot. I went up there before. Uh, Darren Feinsiffer's on the show. Randy Mirror. Uh, it's gonna be a fun show. I'm the only nigga on it. Hopefully, it's more niggas that's there. Peru. <laughs> good luck to you. <laughs> All right. He said, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I GPS it. It's not far either. That's so. a daring crowd for you. That's a daring crowd. <laughs> a daring crowd. crowd. That's wow. a daring crowd. I've done a, few, I've done a podcast with Darren. The first time I met Darren, Funny dude. he rolls up in, in uh, our other studio in the garage and just sits down and starts eating a McChicken, getting it all over the garage floor. And I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, welcome. Come on in. I'm not. We gotta turn that fucker to fucker. Fucker. There we fucker. go. You ain't gotta add the extra. Just say the same. Fucker. No, I didn't want to. Say, I about went Kyrie fucker. Irving on him. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, where I'm? Uh, I got a show with Byron Petrie on the. I don't know what day that is. The there it is. I told shit. you. God damn it! Shut up, BJ. You piece of shit. Um. 
<laughs> I just got a lot of shows coming up, man. December is a, it was a good month, man. But we'll be we'll, we will record next Monday. I I set up where I don't leave for Detroit till Tuesday morning. Sweet, and then I'll be gone through Saturday. Yeah, uh, Brian Petrie, uh, December the thirteenth. I got a private show for Keisha. Shout out to Keisha for booking me. Thank you so much, Miss Keisha. Hopefully, I don't get shot up there. Nate uh, also will do what's called down low comedy shows. If you ask him, no. I think I know what that is. <laughs> you fuckers. It's based off one of the greatest Law & Order SVU episodes ever. I hate <laughs> <laughs> hey, BJ. You're just so gay. Uh, I'm surprised uh, you don't do the swimming clubs. <laughs> I would. They pay it, motherfucker. Uh, December was it? December. You're probably 15th, gonna get some after too. Uh, happy call, Happy Holidays comedy show at the Protocol Event Center, uh, Hotel Tango. Mm-hmm. Doing that with uh, Mr. Uh, Mike Evans. That sounds like fun. It's me and three Mike other white people. I've been getting booked on a lot of white shows lately. So well, it's a fair. I mean, you're doing something good. You're doing something good. The no, white people know this. I'm not black funny no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not black funny no more. I know. <laughs> right. They they go through like they had this fucking database of black com- comedians like he's still too far out there he yeah oh he's non threatening <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most threatening nigga <laughs> you got dreadlocks no gold teeth but it's gray everywhere he's an old nigga <laughs> if he is threatening he's too old to fucking he's, fight back he's get off my lawn oh lord. <laughs> Get out of my lawn. All yeah. right. Um, other than that, check out the episode I uh, have with Mondo that just released last Friday. Shout out to Friday. Mondo. Um, also, we have coming up, um, oh, um, the legit podcast guys will be down here recording that Wednesday night. So if you're listening to this, it comes out Tuesday. It'll be, I'm going to put that out on Friday. I'm going to try to put out two shows a week, uh, one with Nate and I, then one with uh, anybody else that wants to come down and hang out. I don't know. I don't want to say that because I'll turn a lot of people down, actually. Yeah, I know you will. But Chicken and Chuckles going down. I'll be there Thursday. Cree's birthday celebration. Uh, we got Cree. We got Nancy Mills. Yep. Miss Nancy is hilarious. Y'all are in for a treat. Cree's hosting. We got Atia. I'm behind the Kool Aid bar. We got Atia. He's going to be there, tooth and all. Yeah, uh, y'all want to hear the new jokes, y'all. Y'all going to get them there. I'm going I'm to bring some different shit. Got you. But I'm, I'm still going to say that that Westbrook thing. If I hear it, I'm going to fucking scream. I'm going to throw the BJ at you, which is oh the sandwich God. that they have for me. <laughs> they named the sandwich after me there. I'm, uh, I I won't say it, man. He got the big swole and the BJ. Yeah. <laughs> big swole and the BJ. <laughs> There's not a BJ joke that I haven't heard. <laughs> So play it, motherfucker. You already hit the button. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was told to put the phone down all his childhood. I, don't, I can just I tell. Don't need, <laughs> Nate does that already. Now I have Nate Jr. Over but at least here. I, I'm on my shit's on vibrate. <laughs> at least you weren't at no, a view no Instagram when you were trying to watch it. So, all right, guys, thanks for joining us. Obviously, I hope everybody's having a great Tuesday. See ya. Um, fuck, we did almost two hours with these guys. Every time we do That's two hours, you won't stop talking. That's you, motherfucker, and you. We we keep forgetting we have guests. At first of all, I ate for the first like fifteen minutes. So no, no, you didn't. You see how you just keep going. Yeah. Hey y'all, it's you. been an awesome SO. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, yes, fuck you too. Let's do a freestyle. Here we go. Twig twig. Start that shit up. Come on, Theo, start no, it up. Him. He's twig twig. He uh. knows how to read this. Come on, go ahead. I tell you. Uh. Hi. Uh, twit twat on the motherfucker. I tell you on the ones and twos. <laughs>
Yeah. Come on, Twig Swag. What? Here we here we go. Team money. I'ma school you motherfuckers. Don't come around my goddamn hood. I don't be playing when I'm fucking with you motherfucking. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me show you how it's done. Okay. Right. OG nigga. Smug casting. Hell yeah, nigga. I'm a rich black bastard. Coming through the motherfucking block with my dick out. Cause I motherfucking piss the motherfucking bricks out. You know me? I'm out here straight bowing. Hell yeah. I throw a fucking bowl. Call me bowing. <laughs> From the fucking sideline or the three, I'ma hit your bitch and I'ma straight up leave this ass a pimp. I ain't got time for that bullshit. I light a candle, like the sage, and I'm out. Cause motherfuckers know what's up. It's your boy Nate Dog. I get fucked up off the Remy. Henny, do say too. I'll fuck your bitch and I'll leave her with her boo. Cause I don't give a fuck about shit. And IT need to get his left tooth fixed. Let's go! Oh!